This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Should have. Now, granted, we are traveling um, with a large family, so to me, these are some of the things just to think about or consider whether or not you have kids or not, but especially if you do have kids and are traveling with um, more than just yourself, it makes life just a little bit easier. So traveling can be crazy, chaotic, and really all around draining, but it really doesn't have to be. So there's a few things that we've done, um, like I said, some tips, tricks, and things that we have to have um, that we found hugely beneficial while traveling, especially when we travel with kids and a lot of them. So the first thing is to be flexible. Um, it helps you prepare for delays, uh, traffic, changes in plans. Um, as we were traveling this time of around, we had a s- smooth sailing on the way down. We didn't hit any weather or whatever, and we drove because, um, and this can go whether you're driving or flying because you could have, uh, my sister-in-law actually went on a trip with her husband and they left in time for the airport. They did all the things they were supposed to do and there was a really, really bad accident on the way to the airport. So that delay caused them to miss their their plane, even though they tried taking back roads and all that other stuff, they couldn't get there. So if you mentally can be flexible, it really helps reduce the stress that you're going to um, incur when things don't go as planned. And for us, like I said, smooth sailing on the way down there, but on the way home, we ended up hitting a storm system. And so we, instead of driving your, you know, 65, 70 miles an hour, whatever down the road, we were doing 35, 40. And at one point had to pull off because of a semi, you know, crossing both lanes and things like that. So mentally preparing yourself to be flexible. Um, and this allows for some rest and relaxation during your trip that does, you know, it causes you to not, or helps you to not be overstressed or to kind of sweat the small stuff. I mean, it's not small to be stuck in a vehicle with eight children on the side of the road and not know if you're going to get through in the middle of a snowstorm and your only other options are to A, get a hotel room or B, um, you know, sit in your car on the side of the road. So it's not saying that there won't be any hitchups or hiccups or, you know, glitches in your travel, but just mentally being flexible that things can change unforeseen things do happen and, you know, making the best of the situation, making lists. Okay. Number two, make lists. Um, I've never been a list maker. My husband kind of, uh, (laughs) makes fun of me for this, make a list, make a list. But I have found that by making a list, I almost feel like I rebelled against making a list for a long time because I didn't want to do what he said that I should do. I don't know. I don't know how you exactly would explain that, but making a list, um, making the list for packing your bags, you know, if you have older kids or, you know, you know what the weather's going to be like and you're going to need a swimsuit and things that you maybe aren't typically wearing right now, making that list and making sure you have those things that you're not currently using on the daily is super helpful. And if you have the older kids, you can give them the list. And as long as they check off that they need five pairs of underwear, five pairs of socks, you know, two pairs of pajamas, whatever, they are able to help you in that that whole process. Packing a um, travel plan or schedule so you kind of know, so this is your AKA list 
for your vacation. So you know where you're going to be going and what you're going to be doing and the things that you might need. You know, your, your cam, you know, video camera, your, your big camera, um, do you need a stroller? Cause you're going to be going around a park and you don't want to have to carry the little ones, or do you want the stroller to carry all your crap to the beach? Whatever it may be. Um, as you're thinking about the things you plan on doing on your trip, you can think of those little things that you may forget, um, while you're on your trip. Um, the other thing is to remember, um, to make a list if like for your extras, So as you're traveling to have, um, to have your extra, you know, extra battery for your camera snacks, like if you know, you're going to be going to the airport and you have little kids and they're going to be hungry while those snacks can save you from spending, you know, $50 in an airport on a couple of bags of, you know, crackers or, you know, fruit snacks or whatever, having those things packed. So like the day of, okay, I need to make sure I grab the kids's, you know, water bottles because you might not be able to bring them full of water in, but once you're in the airport, you can fill them up. Or for us, it was like, okay, everybody in the car needed a water bottle because I didn't want to be passing around my water bottle the entire time. So just those little things, like the things I'm going to need in the vehicle on the way there, if you're, you know, traveling by car, the things we're going to need in the airplane or in the airport as we're going. So make those different lists, you can even use things like um, the notes section on your phone so that you don't lose the list because you're not going to lose your phone. I'm one who um, this was list was because I would make a grocery list and then I leave for the grocery store and I wouldn't have my list. So I have found that using notes or um, things like that on your phone has actually been more helpful to me because then I can either take a picture of my list um, when I'm done making it. So I have the picture of it or I can type them up directly on my phone and there's different um, apps you can use and things like that too. I don't tend to use the apps. I just use the notes section. Um, the third thing I like to remind people is to pack minimally because on almost every trip, I still overpack. I'm not saying I don't, but things to consider, um, for us where we were going, we knew we would have access to laundry. So I didn't need to bring 14 outfits cause we were going to be on for two weeks with our kids. I needed to bring enough outfits so that if it was cold one day, they had something for it was cold. Plus when we were traveling, it was going to be cold cause we were coming from a cold climate, going to a warm climate. Um, I needed to make sure they had their swimsuits. I usually have them packed two pairs of pajamas just in case I didn't get the load of laundry. But for us, when we're on vacation, we typically try to find something that does have laundry, um, in the unit or in the house or whatever it may be, because we do have a lot of people and it makes traveling way easier for us because we can pack a couple, you know, you can pack a little bit of laundry soap. If you make, you know, if you have powder or even if you have liquid, you can pack the laundry soap with you to do the laundry. So a, when you get home, you don't have 50 loads of laundry to do. And B, you don't need to pack as much when you're going there because you're going to know that, okay, my kids have two or three pairs of shorts. They have five shirts. They have a pair of pants. They have a sweater. They have their, you know, they can fit all of their clothes. Even your teenage children can fit all of their clothes into a small backpack size duffel bag that you can easily fit. Um, if you're traveling by plane in an overhead compartment, or if you're traveling in a vehicle with a lot of people and don't have a lot of space, it can fit in the back. You don't have to worry about the fact that you have 10 bags you need to fit in there because they will all fit when everybody packs light. So just thinking about the where you're going and do they have laundry? How many outfits can you make? Um, if you've ever looked at like the wardrobe clothing, try to do that when you're packing, like, okay, this 
pair of shorts can go with this, this, and this top, or these pants can go with this. I only need this outfit. I can use these bottoms for Sunday with that top, whatever it may be. Try to think along that line of, I only need X amount of pieces of clothing and I can still make 20 outfits out of it or whatever you need for your, for your vacation. Check the weather for where you're going. Um, I always, one year we went to um, Florida and in my head, I was just thinking, oh, we're going to Florida. It's going to be warm. Well, it ended up being really cold. And it was actually the year we took our, at the time had five kids, we took them to Disney. And because we were taking them to Disney, um, we chose obviously the cooler day of that trip to go, which happened to be really cold. (laughs) And um, at one point we actually almost stopped and got sweatpants because I they had a pair of jeans, but you were, I don't know. I really wasn't thinking about the weather. I did not plan for it. I mean, I didn't plan enough clothes for them to have looking at the forecast with them having highs in the, you know, forties and fifties. I should have been thinking, okay, they're going to probably need more than one sweater or they're going to, you know, or need a long sleeve shirt, not all short sleeve shirts. So checking the weather is, can help you kind of plan what you're going to need when you're there as far as um, clothing goes. And then packing a container of toys. I like to grab a tote that fits under our vehicle seat um, because we do drive typically almost most places we go. But you could even do this in a in a small bag. Try to find a toy that's compactable. And this is, of course, if you're traveling with kids, but we are traveling with kids, so that's why I'm sharing this. Um, but I... Like magnetiles are super flat, so my kids can be entertained for hours with them. So we don't need a ton of toys. Even though we were gone for a couple of weeks, my kids were entertained with one little bucket of toys. Of course, we bring card games and things like that that are easy to like put in your purse and the kids can pull out and do. But just trying to think of the compact things that you can bring with. And for me, things that are not electronic. Yes, when we are driving, we have DVD players and we do have like things that the kids can play on. But when we're on vacation, I really want those put away. I don't want those. Same thing when I'm at home. I don't want the electronics out. But when you're in a small confined area, whether it be a car or an airplane or a train or whatever, you want to make sure that they have something that they can do when they don't have space to go. But when you're there and you're, you're on your vacation, you're at the beach, you're, you know, whatever you're doing, you're going to the park, that they have something that you're not having to purchase more toys because you didn't think about, you know, bringing it. But like I said, I always like to keep it something small that my kids enjoy playing with. So if you can even keep it in a pencil box, if your kid's into Legos, you can get Legos, put them in there. And um, if you go on Pinterest, there's tons of ways like to have them think like, okay, put X amount of blocks in this thing and it'll make 20 different um, designs. And that keeps them busy for that amount of time. So those are just some some ideas, um, that you could try. Another thing is, um, what does the hotel timeshare or the house you're renting, the Airbnb, whatever, what does it provide? What are the things that you don't have to have with? So like when we were on vacation, we were staying at a house and they had beach chairs there and they had some floaties. So there were some things we could you know, like mentally check off our list we didn't need or the time when we stayed at the timeshare, they have a pack and play. So we didn't have to worry about packing a pack and play because they had it. Another thing that we found was that, um, because we were in a more of a high populated, um, 
vacation area, they actually had places that you could rent toys and strollers and things along those lines. So you did not have to bring them. So that's another thing is find out if locally they there's a lady made a business out of it. She keeps bins of toys. You rent them for X amount of dollars for however many days. So it could keep your packing even less than, um, than having to bring any toys if there's a place and it's affordable and, you know, or in your budget. Um, then that brings me to my next thing. Um, and the other thing to think about is like, like I said, pack and place, high chairs, strollers, um, you know, toys, anything like that, that you think you could, are baby carriers. Although when you're going through an airport or anything, I like to have my carrier with me. So, but if you can rent them or use them or they have them on site, those are things you don't necessarily have to pack. Uh, the fourth thing you want to talk about is your budget. So when you're planning a vacation, it's very easy to go overboard and very easy to go above and beyond what you're budgeted. You don't have to spend a lot of money to go on vacation. My parents taught me this. Um, we would, a lot of times, my parents own a timeshare. We would go on a vacation um, to these timeshares. It would cost us the gas to get there because when we got there, we didn't necessarily do um, a lot of things that cost money outside of the timeshare itself. We would find fun things to do that were within that resort that were covered with the cost of our um, stay there. Um, and then we, and this is how we do things with our kids now too, is that then we go to the local grocery store, we go to, you know, um, or the, you know, supermarket and we pick up groceries like we would at home. So we aren't spending any more money than we would typically spend because we're not eating out and we're not paying for a lot of things. Now, if you have it in your budget and the location you're going to has something fun that you want to do, a uh, park, uh, indoor play thing, or, you know, an amusement or family, you know, themed park, then, and that's in your budget, go for it. I mean, I'm not saying how you have to plan it, but I'm just thinking when you are, um, when you're going on a thing, it doesn't, or a vacation, which I think vacations are huge and important. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. So always keep your budget in mind. Um, check out renting through like a VRBO. For us having a large family, a lot of times we're required to take two hotel rooms unless we get like a suite type of room. And so when we were kind of price comparing, we could get a house for the same price it would cost us to rent a hotel room. And then the kids had place to run and go and do versus being in a hotel room where you only have so much um, space to go. So you can check out like those vacation rental by owner, Airbnbs, <clears throat> Home Away, I think is another one. Uh, but just checking your options between the two of them, which one would be more affordable. And like I said, do you have a place that you can cook, whether you are staying in a, um, a hotel, maybe they have suites that only cost a few dollars more a day or, you know, $20 more a day. Is that going to save you enough money to get the suite where you have a kitchen area that you can cook food versus having to eat out for two meals or three meals a day? Um, and then for us considering driving versus flying, of course, flying would be amazing because you get there in a couple of hours and you, you know, versus driving and being on the roads. And, and by statistics speaking, it's usually safer. But when, if flying would cost us to not be able to go on a vacation, then I would clearly rather drive. So you can kind of figure in your gas budget versus flying budget. If you don't have as many kids or you find really cheap tickets, that might be the way for you to go. But then to think a lot about the things that are above and beyond you're getting from point A to point B, will you need to rent to rent a car when you're there. And you know, how many people do you have to rent that vehicle for? How much the, you know, the bigger the vehicle you get, the more you're going to have to pay for it. 
And then thinking about things too. Um, a lot of times when I tend to travel, I try to bring my business into it as well, whether it's um, teaching classes when I'm there so that I it helps with like for tax purposes, but it also... Um, I'm, I'm still doing a little bit of work to help pay for that vacation as well. Um, and then the fifth thing that I want to, um, remind people is your essentials. There's a lot of things that people tend to forget. So a lot of costs can be incurred when we forget the small things that we need on the day, you know, that on a daily basis. So um, first thing is uh, having a travel first aid kit, um, you never know, uh, even as being this last trip we took, when somebody's going to fall, hurt themselves. So being prepared and having that in your vehicle, even at all times, or packing it in your luggage is important to have that little travel, you know, Band-Aids, maybe some Steri-Strips, um, glue, <laughs> the stuff that bonds skin together, because we actually had a kid this last trip that fell and, you know, may it was not enough to like need major stitches, but we were able to glue it together. And, um, those were some things we ended up picking up and adding to our first aid kit this time, but having a first aid kit traveling with oils uh, and a diffuser and the roll-ons that you typically use, whether you're flying, maybe you want something for like motion sickness, even driving, um, that would help so that you don't get dizzy or you don't get whatever, having those on hand is going to save you a lot of time. Because if you have to stop at a hotel airport and pick up a, a medication that maybe you don't know how it's going to work for you, it's always nice to have those natural things on hand. For us, um, we always make sure we have a travel diffuser with us in our vehicle. We also bring a diffuser to use at the hotel or the home or whatever we're staying at just because you don't know who is in there before you. And it's nice to like use thieves in our diffuser so that we can kind of clear any junk that may have been in the room. And it's also really good because that is something we can keep consistent for our kids. Um, when we diffuse at night and we're diffusing on vacation, it helps them to sleep better. Um, we also do the sleep help, uh, sleep roll-ons like Tranquil and things like that, that we keep with us. Um, supplements are important because if you don't, if you're taking supplements regularly at home and then you forget them, um, you can feel run down, drained. Um, when I'm out and about and maybe eating some different foods, I tend to not have as great digestive system going on. So I like to make sure I have supplements for that or oils for that. We always carry our homeopathic kit with us because you never know when somebody's going to fall and need arnica or, you know, um, starts picking up something viral and we like to grab the belladonna. So making sure you have all of those little necessities because picking up some of those things, uh, a couple years ago when we went to Florida, we were traveling, I ended up with mastitis. I had, had a fever. I had, um, I had the whole nine yards. I was a hot mess. It was awful. And we had forgotten our remedies at home. And we were looking like I was Googling on my phone, trying to find the nearest location that I could pick them up while we were driving through these states. And I ended up having to find like a Walgreens that had a multi... Um, it had a, they had a remedy there that had a couple of the remedies in it that I needed. So we took that and I was able to get some relief from the fever and the body aches and the things that were associated with what I had going on. So like I said, having those on hand, not having to try to find them because you're traveling in a new location. So you don't always know where you can get them. And sometimes you can't get them in certain locations. You have to order them, you know, through the mail or, 
whatnot. And so having them can be hugely beneficial because um, we've had the other route where you end up with, you know, having something and trying something different that you don't know if it's going to work or your kid has a adverse reaction to it. So I like to keep what we have on hand and have natural options ready to go um, when we're on the on the road. The one time this trip, um, we were going to go for a walk and my daughter said she would take my wallet and I put a diaper and wipes in there. And because of the altitude we were at, and I'm sure from swimming throughout the week, uh, the littlest one ended up with some ear discomfort and I had nothing on me. I felt like the worst mom. I seriously look at my purse and you know, I've got things you know, oils, remedies, whatever packed up in there. And I had nothing on me. And I'm like, how do I not have something to give to this child? So just know to have all of those different things because you never know what you're going to have. Somebody falls, scrapes the knees. Um, all those things can be an interruption to your vacation. And when you have the preparation you need there, it makes it 10 times easier. So whether you're planning a trip for one person or 10 people, it doesn't need to cause unnecessary stress or worry. So make it simple and enjoyable um, using those you know, five tips just to keep you on track. And that can make your, your trip 10 times more enjoyable. So thank you for following along or listening, I should say. This was podcast number 32, um, traveling tips, tricks, and things that you have to have. As always, thanks for listening. Be grateful, have faith, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. 